Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question! And what does he do? Put that cookie down! No. No. Oh. Junior. <laughs> it's a brand new. It's a brand new into the universe. Into it's a brand, the it's, universe, it's a brand new universe. It's a new universe. It's a you new said universe. it. I said it. Uh, welcome, everybody. We've, I'm we, one of your hosts, Dave. We've crossed that line. I'm, I'm yeah. your other host, Tom. Mm. And if you don't know, this is a podcast about Arnold Schwarzenegger films. I don't know if we need to explain it we've done like 20 of these um and they've been fucking just going by real it it goes down real smooth because we're just watching arnold schwarzenegger films yeah like like the the glistening musculature of an austrian bodybuilder exactly goes down smooth (laughs) and we're going through the plot of the movie then we're going to talk about arnold the the actor it's called technically not arnold we're going through all the versions of arnold that's out there in the multiverse um and so we're going to talk about his performance in the movie. We're mm-hmm. going to go through the best side characters, and then we're going to judge the most Arnold character, and then we're going to rate. We're going to rate the movie. Um, in this case, I propose we rate it a, a rating between zero and one stolen Emma Thompson eggs. I don't know if that's if that scans. I think that's a good but, one. Um, yeah, I think it's it's yeah between zero. I was going to suggest Franks in the blanket, but um, <laughs> zero and one stolen Emma Thompson eggs. I think. All right. I, I don't know if people realize this. It's kind of a pass 19- fail. It's kind of a pass fail. In that it's way, a pass but. fail. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're covering 1994's Junior. Yes. Junior. Uh, this is probably when it all started going downhill, right? No. Um, Arnold, oh. Arnold had, because this is 1994. Um, right. Same year as True Lies. Yeah. Um, Arnold had a couple of more... Um, hits after this really eraser is kind of the beginning of the end for it like eraser was his last big hit but it was kind of a softer hit um and then batman and robin was the year after that which was you know uh, a hit but you know it's also batman and robin kind of hard to bounce back from that and from that point on he's kind of it's stuff like the the sixth day and end of days and collateral damage it's pretty bleak uh, but Junior is is still in the sweet spot for Arnold. We're still in Arnold's prime in 1994. We're on the peak, and we're yeah. starting to slope downhill, I would say. Yes, we uh, have, we have I, reached the peak. Yeah, I do not believe this movie was uh, received well. It certainly hasn't stand, stood up to the test of time. Um, no, it was there was a lot of uh, hullabaloo around it because it was the reteaming of Schwarzenegger with Ivan Reitman and Danny DeVito. It was their follow-up yes. to Twins. And it's got um, uh, Pamela Reed in there for yeah, good measure, you're right? From Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, so it is. It is that trilogy. I think Ivan Reitman said it was his favorite, but it not. not he said like it might not be the best, but it's my favorite of these. Um, so yeah, it, it's um, it's a big one. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger getting pregnant. That's the bit. Um, it's also two hours long. It is, which. Right away, I'm like, you can make that a 90 minute premise, right? Because a lot of the movie is just sort of bits. It's Arnold. Look how Arnold is pregnant. Bits. Yeah, for about the first half. This this movie is a fascinating movie in a lot of ways. It is. Can, can I share one behind the scenes thing I read? I would love to. I would love for Apparently, you to do that. Apparently, the original ending of this film was the baby being aborted, and like that's hilarious to me because yes, that's wow. the more realistic thing. But what are we doing? Where it's like, like why would that how, be the instinct? why would that be the ending you would write? Yeah. 
That's wild. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Like most likely if a baby was, you know, but it's the uh, whole, born into someone who doesn't have a womb. Like, yeah, it's that's, the whole point yeah. of his character of Arnold's character point. of Hess. He's like, no, I'm going to keep it. It's my baby. Like, yeah. The thing that I noticed this watch through, I, and I wonder if this, this movie is very transcoded or at least it seems like it is. I just wanted to say real quick that I was, I re, I've seen this movie maybe three or four times. I had watched it a couple of years ago, relatively recently for a Collider piece and it didn't really resonate with me at all. But watching it again this time, I started to notice that aspect of it. And I was watching with Marina um, and she was commenting on it. Um, it's, it's the movie is like, it's, 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 it's Hess who is, is Arnold is this very, rigid, uh, very serious, kind of unhappy, uh, you could get a sense of, because he's so serious, there yeah. doesn't seem to much, there doesn't seem to be much joy in his life. He's just a total scientist doing this project. And then once he becomes pregnant as part of this project, his character changes. And at first it's, you know, for laughs, it's like, oh, look at what, we're watching Arnold be pregnant. So watching Arnold uh, have weird cravings like the Franks and the Blanket. That's kind of, you know, that's, that's, that's goof-em-ups. Right. But after a while, they stop making fun of him and they never really make fun of him too hard but like once act three rolls around the movie is no longer about how ridiculous this is and it's more just like treating arnold like a pregnant person yes does that, does that make sense like humanizing and then yes. like and then when he ha- and then when he has the baby like it being pregnant changes him as a person it makes him into a a happier person who is more considerate of his partner danny devito and of emma thompson and just in general and then at the end of the movie once he's had the baby he remains this person um so it's like he he transitioned into a new person because of this experience and he's happier because of it and the and the movie doesn't shit on him and it really doesn't as much as you might expect for like a mid-90s movie about a about um a, a man getting pregnant uh, it doesn't make him foolish as in the way that you might think like it, this could have been worse. It, yeah. A lot worse. There, there is, there are, you know, obviously there's, Oh, it's funny that he's trying to, he's wearing a wig to get checked into this woman's clinic. You know, it's 1994, but like after the initial meeting, when Danny DeVito checks him into the clinic, nobody comments on it ever again. And the movie doesn't position him as being ridiculous, even though he's wearing drag in these sequences. Like they're just treating him like a pregnant person and all the yes. other women at the, at the facility are treating him that way. And it just, it's it, that like really struck me this time watching. And I was like, huh, this is yeah. ca- kind of a little, a little progressive in that way, in the way that I'm reading it anyway, which I, yeah, here's my take on that. I sure. think it's accidentally. I, I'm sure um, it, 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 it might. Yeah, sure. I think, well, <laughs> sure this is what it is. This movie is dated only in the sense that, yeah, anybody with a womb now, um, you know, trans men uh, can get pregnant and have sure, babies. Of course. Right? Yeah. I think this movie was relying on the idea of that's funny. However, I don't think the joke is what if it's funny that a man is pregnant. It's it's funny and weird that it's Arnold. The yeah. way pregnant Sonic is weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like a pregnant Sonic effect where it's like it's not any. It's it it almost it's like we're gonna play up that it's Arnold. It's play yeah. It's you playing know with his Arnold. It's playing with his image again, like the other two films in this trilogy. Yes, but like you saying, what the movie? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to speak for Ivan Reitman. Maybe he knew. Back then, I just it wasn't on people's radar, so I have to assume I, it's more likely he wasn't. Because the big theme of this movie is kind of women go through pain all the time that men ignore. <laughs> like it, it, that seems like a big part of it, right? Which That's is a like big part of it, Emma yeah. Thompson constantly talks about it of like women casually go through so much worse pain than men, and men are the ones who think they're macho and Arnold Schwarzenegger type. So it's I think the core thing was what if we take Arnold Schwarzenegger, a macho man, and put him through baseline pregnancy problems and you realize like, oh yeah, it's a nightmare. And so it's about like growing that empathy. And I think like when he goes to the women's cr- clinic, like it's of showing that they already have that empathy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so you're right, is that it there's a thing in his character and we'll talk about it in the next segment where it's having getting a baby like fulfills him in a way that he didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it does ultimately d- yeah, feel like it's a little more progressive for its time than they even knew. You know what I mean? Right. Like I feel like 
if if we treat it um again we don't we can't know what Ivan Reitman was thinking maybe he was yeah. aware of this and it was in his mind um or even the right the writers the performers uh, people involved i'm i'm sure it crossed some people's minds but um right. uh it's just from like i think yeah maybe it's just by the virtue by the way of well he's our main character and we you know we're supposed to be kind and empathetic to him and it's about him learning empathy and be becoming not learning empathy necessarily but becoming like you said becoming fulfilled in a way before it was all about his work and he's a very serious not affectionate man uh, he's, he's not sentimental at all in the beginning right. of the film. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, I think, and then there's, there's an, an additional layer that maybe lends credit to the, it being accidental, which is uh, for, ex- with the exception of the dinner reception where they do the dance um, where, where, where he, uh, Arnold and Emma, Tom- Emma Thompson dance. Uh, right. Emma Thompson is kind of more masculine coded for the movie. Like she's always wearing uh, a long, long sleeve shirt and pants. Pretty much, she's always walking with her shoulders kind of rolled forward and her hands stuffed in her pockets. Did you notice that? Like yeah, she's, they, they really, the they really lean into tomboyishness for her character in this movie. And in the women's clinic, he asks about that. He says, "Like I'm afraid I can't be." like the mother this baby needs and they say like you know they come in all shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. so again it's like it's handling stuff and again i i think it's probably inelegant because they don't realize it but there's even a little bit of turfness where emma Emma thompson says like you're taking this away from us um you can't have this too which felt very turf but again it's arnold schwarzenegger isn't a trans character and i'm sure trans people watching this movie probably have a way more nuanced opinion on of course it. of course um, yeah I'd, I'd be but it is very curious to to hear those um reads those opinions right in the movie. but this movie could have very easily just yeah it just been... uh, yeah it just it just struck me in a way that's like oh this this movie's not being mean in the way that you might expect it to Right. It does, I would argue, play with or like, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a science, science man. Um, I mean, it's the sci- I'm not even going to worry about it. The science is completely, oh, I don't oh, think. Yeah. Uh, we'll <laughs> no, no. But I was going to say like, it's sort of like he takes estrogen and it was like, I don't know how much of his actions are like, you know what I mean? Like he starts, they start confusing being pregnant with also acting feminine. Does that make sense? Where like they can, the they absolutely conflate the two. That's true. Exactly. So it's like I, I almost wish there was a version where he was still like, I'm serious, tough Arnold, but I'm dealing with being pregnant in my serious tough. Arnold well, I way. read it. I read it more of like he starts to bond with the. Then the movie kind of presents it as it's. They do mention the estrogen, but they don't really hit it that hard. I think they mention it once. Right. Um, it's more. They spend way more time pointing out that he's developing a bond with the baby. Yes, that's true. Like he wants to. He wants to have the baby. He wants to be the baby's parent. Right. Um. um so yeah. I, but that's true. They do. Yeah. They do sort of conflate the two. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, it's not very delicate because no. It's, it's a. Not it's a, a fucking. Film. It's 1994. Like. <laughs> did you Did you notice the subtle uh, moment where we see Arnold Schwarzenegger's sperm? I mean, I in the microscope. I, <laughs> oh, no, you mean? Also, oh, you mean when holding it? Oh, yeah. I know it's not his. I mean, that would be amazing if it was. Yeah. It was just a moment where he walks out holding his own sperm, and I'm like, oh, good. I'm seeing his jizz. It's a punchline. Um, it's, it's Danny yeah. DeVito grabs the beaker and says, "Nice job." Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's like it's all just weird to see. It's all slopped full of superhuman Austrian spunk. Yep, and you see his piss and jizz. And you hear about his erection. It's a pregnancy a movie, man. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, you're gonna get all the the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, I wanna. Yeah, I'm glad we talked about this because I also think this movie is weird in a lot of places. Um, with we'll talk about that with the character stuff, but like like Emma Thompson's character, I have notes. Um, oh man, she's just a whirlwind of studio notes, circa mid nineties. Yeah. She's yeah. she's the clumsy. Uh, she, she's she, she's she's the clumsy hot woman. Like that's like that's what which they is what Julian Moore did in right. Evolution. Right. Yeah. It's just such a trope to do. And I, I don't. I mean, and they're both funny at playing it. I think Emma Thompson's. Uh, actually really funny at julianne uh, Moore famously did it because she because they didn't give her anything, anything to do yeah. i remember that we talked about that 
Um, but yeah, there are some scenes where it's like at the dance uh, where they have kind of their only like romantic moment together um, where they first see each other as possible romantic uh, pursuits. Uh, Emma Thompson spends most of that scene with a huge chunk of toilet paper just cemented to her high heel she's, and she cannot get it off. She's Mr. Bean in this. <laughs> yeah, it's she's Mr. Mr. Bean. It's like over yeah. the top. So, like, for people who don't, don't haven't seen Junior, the plot is, I'm sure people can figure it out. Because this is the thing, like, I, I, I agree with you about the message being surprisingly more heartfelt and more, like, nuanced than you think. I'd say I, I think point the movie's, by point, the movie's the more empathetic points, on a whole than I expected. Yes. The plot points, however, and the character choices, I would argue, are fairly unhinged. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody's insane in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just Particularly to, fucking like, Frank Langella. Yes. Um, we have to kind of unweave those two concepts when talking about this movie. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. Because the movie it's has like, to It's like fast. pulling apart two cats that are fighting. Yeah. No, 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 no. Pr- Two spiders. <laughs> yes. So many legs. Arnold's pregnant by the first act. Mm-hmm. Um, which Pretty is, quickly. Th- they have to move really fast. And they, they lean into it like he has to... He he's literally Arnold's about to take off on an airplane, and Danny Vue is convincing him, and I like that. But the idea is they're two they're two fertility scientists who um, get shut down, and because they I forget funding for their they're, drug or whatever they're trying to they want to move from primate testing to human testing for right. this for, it's a miracle drug that they I forget what it's supposed to do, but like it like eliminates miscarriages. It's a miracle drug. Yeah, um, and Danny yeah. DeVito says we should tested on you arnold arnold goes for it they kind of they have to yada yada a bit and i'm like man i feel like the whole there could be a whole movie about convincing this guy to do this um we see his sperm we see his piss and so he 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 he, oh yeah danny devito steals the egg from emma thompson who is the scientist who is coming in to take their take their laboratory space yeah yeah and And she's she's doing like i uh, uh, ivy I uh, forget what it is in vitro um, right. fertilization. She's, she's also a fertility doctor, but she's doing a different type of science. Right. Their boss is reveling in it, but she feels bad that she took their, <laughs> their boss, so Frank Langella. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's difficult to determine why exactly he's relevant reveling in, in their, in their failure, but he is, he is. Um, God damn it. So the, Danny DeVito sneaks in, steals one of the eggs, Mm-hmm. Um, which, and then Arnold, when he's putting in the egg, Arnold's like, where'd you get the egg by the way? And I'm like, man, you should really ask that question earlier, but whatever. And so the idea is he only goes through the first term and then they're going to terminate. Like that's the agreed upon thing. But after that first term, he secretly keeps taking the fertility drug. Um, and, uh, because he decides to keep the baby. Mm-hmm. That's his big decision. I believe that's probably the halfway point. I don't know. Um, it's kind of like mid act two, yeah. Yeah, he starts getting pregnant. They make up that he has a disease, which is one of those things you could only do before the internet. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a real, uh, it's a real early nineties thing. Yeah, Arnold goes to Danny DeVito's house to like be in his big sexy bed um, for that his ex wife bed. Yeah. Danny DeVito is divorced. Um, his ex is um, it's Pamela Reed. Pamela Reed. Yeah, it's a, uh, Arnold's partner from Getting Her Garden Cop. Yeah. So they have this whole subplot with him and her kind of getting back together and her also delivering a baby, which right. she plays is into the end. Also pregnant with the child of Aerosmith's personal trainer. Yes. Which There's is a, a, a running that. gag throughout the. It's a lot of bits. I mean, it's not That's, any. It's not really any different from an Apatow movie, if you think about right. it. There's lots of but, like side bits and tangents that don't have anything to do with the machine. Again, a two-hour movie. I'm like, we can yeah, skip, skip we some probably of this. cut some of this out. Yeah. Um, so they make up the disease, and then he starts. Him and Emma Thompson start kind of having um, a romantic relationship. She says, "I know you from before," and she seems like spiritually connected to him. I thought it would be hilarious if it turned out that they were siblings. That would have been perfect. Um, but it, it's almost like it's like implying that there's some sort of connection that's like spiritual or they're fated. Um, but they have to fall in love because it's going to turn out. People can probably assume it was her egg. She froze her own egg. So Arnold is pregnant with her kid. Mm-hmm. So it's very convenient then that they also like each other and they yeah. fall in love. Mm-hmm. 
it takes way more time than I thought for her to learn that. <laughs> I had originally, I had originally like, I had only seen this once. I thought they told her pretty quickly and that's why they fell in love. Like it started at first that she was mad and then slowly, you know, but they don't do it that way. No. Um, and so she's not even really that mad when she finds out. I, I want to talk about that. It's, it's fucking, that's the biggest like problem of the movie. I think because he, he they start basically he's that we do a bunch of bits where he's like crying and watching a commercial right, yes yeah, daddy's, daddy's little girl yeah watching the <laughs> i remembered that so vividly from this movie yeah that the fronks and the blankets yeah um and he starts doing we start doing bits where he's it's kind of funny that he you know he's arnold schwarzenegger yeah he's filled with estrogen he's pregnant um but then as you say it gets a lot more serious around the time. I think they start revealing to the women around them that he's also pregnant. I love when he says, I'm going to be a mama too with this big Arnold Schwarzenegger smile. And she faints immediately. Yeah. I like uh, her performance where she's just like, you're touching him. Why are you touching him? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, uh, it's a nineties movie. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> some light Again, homophobia they, they yeah i mean well what's it she doesn't say it in disgust so much as it's like it's more uh, like what's, they're uh, what's this yeah yeah they're all kind of like they're up to something again the movie it's it's I mean, it's a little farcical that's true yeah it's not a, it's not a i wouldn't call it a farce but there there are moments of farce and this is certainly one of them when she comes downstairs and sees danny devito like listening to arnold's tummy because the baby's kicking she's like uh, what right. you doing that's what I mean where it's like it's leaning a little bit into pregnant Sonic, which is that it's simply a combination of images like pregnant Arnold Schwarzenegger with Danny DeVito. Just in twins alone, they d- dealt with that. He's short. He's big. Right. right? And they're twins. So, isn't that weird? Yeah. And now let's make one of them pregnant. And the other one is acting like the father a lot of the time. And he's like, why are you staying out late and stuff? Like they they basically were like, we want a, a we want like a couple where one of them's pregnant, but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah. And we think that's weird and funny. Um, and then he, yeah, he confesses that she stole his egg. Uh, she stole her egg. Uh, and then like this movie should end with the cops, right? Like escorting. Cause they're doing crime after crime. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of like uh, morally flexible science going on. Right. A lot of, a lot of Again, theft. <laughs> it's like, it's it's not the ends, it's the means here, where it's like, yeah. it's like the, the, big, the big picture. And the movie does a good job where most people don't seem, even the, the Frank Langella, he just wants in on it. At the right, end. yeah, he wants, so, he wants a part of the huge discovery and, and yeah. No one is like, this is wrong. It's more that no. everybody's upset about how they went about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so everybody starts finding out, including Frank Frank Langella, um, and uh, it's kind of it's like a mini rampage. They have to run. They Mrs. Doubtfire him. They dress up Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, like a lady and bring him to a uh, like a women's clinic for pregnant women. Which um, yeah. it's it's fraud, right? Again, more crimes, but you know. Um, yeah and so they do a series of bits there too and this is when like you said it starts getting more sweet um, right this i mean it's that this is when the movie entirely stops making fun of him like it yes. was it was only lightly doing it before and at this uh, at this point it completely stops a- after he gets you know after the in the introductory interview scene where he's like yeah where danny was like yeah he was he, he was uh she was uh an olympic athlete it took took too much um steroids so that's why she's huge um uh, after that scene it's like no more jokes about it no more jokes right. about his appearance or anything like that and it's just well the, it, it's it's i didn't notice it the first couple times i watched it. It, it it's a slow because the way they make fun of him before this is still look how this muscle tough guy right can't handle it yeah look at kind of the same with the kindergarten yeah. cop yeah where but then they start doing he's com- emotional he's, things. He's, like, in a, he's in a situation where his tough guyness does doesn't do anything for him. It's not an, right. it doesn't help him at all. He can't handle the morning sickness. He he sounds like a fucking like dragon when he pukes. He <laughs> he, he can't handle the emotions. He can't handle um, 
you know, all, all the aches and pains. And then it becomes, you realize when he's like, am I ugly? Like he starts getting like, you know, they do the, the pregnant thing, right? Where it's like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. a cow. But then you realize like, he's genuinely sad about that. And that's when it starts, like when it goes, when it starts just showing empathy for him at the movie itself does where it's like, no, these we're, we're making fun of like, look at this muscle man. He can't handle it. But we can't like brush that off because that trivializes that pain, right? Right. So it's, like, there was a way to do. There was a Farrelly Brothers way to do this movie, and they didn't do that. And they yeah. didn't do that. Like I kept thinking of Stuck on You, right? Uh, and not that it's a one to one to one at all, but like, no, no. Uh, it's like let's make a broad comedy. Uh, I guess about a medical condition. Even even that's well, not accurate. But like. You, do you know what I'm getting at? Like, yeah. Uh, Did you notice that the song is "I've Got You Under My Skin" throughout? And I was like, "Why are you making this like an alien thing?" Oh, I didn't. I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Which is there is an inelegant, like more grotesque, more like look at this freak way of doing it. Right? Gross out, sophomoric, really yes. lowest common denominator, offensive, mean spirited. This movie's not mean spirited, really. Right, and I think a lot of people, myself included didn't hadn't seen this movie in a while and just sort of assumed that's probably I was what expecting it, was. it to be yeah fully yeah. expecting it to be and that's the point of the women's clinic is it's to it's to then bring it all down and go like what he's feeling all these women are feeling everybody's different and every and the the answer is to be supportive of right each he's other. he's just part of the group from that point on like they all right. accept him um it's just this montage and it's just it's a it's a dramatic montage it's not a comedic montage uh no. it's they're just earnestly showing him going through doing the things in this clinic with the other women and bonding with them and and bonding more with his kid it's like a really sweet montage right because it's ultimately and there's not like, a single joke in it right and uh, like taking aside like the more modern trans stuff like it's more just about empathy yeah like, at it's the more end, just about being things... a human yeah like and, being a good and, human and em- yeah empathetic like you said yeah, and empathizing everybody's pains and experiences and what they're and their bodies and what they're going through. Yeah. And understanding we're all unique and um that's it. And so like they show that he's grown at the end where like him and Emma Thompson are they had the he has the baby, spoilers. He has a C section. Um and then they're like on the beach and she's pregnant now and he's being very empathetic towards her. Um and it's like, oh, he learned. They're one big happy family. Danny DeVito, um, is now with his ex again and he's raising the Aerosmith kid and they suggest we should get Danny DeVito pregnant and I demand a sequel. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's, that's basically uh, the movie, right? Um, it is a very weird movie. I understand why probably audiences were like, it's, it's confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's a very interesting movie it's to look through movie, today's yeah. lens. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, again, like it's it's two layers. It's that what they do is unhinged, but the concept, the core concept, isn't, and the movie knows that, and it and it almost like doesn't. It doesn't want us to think that. It's it's just yeah. It's this idea of like. Their methods are very much Frankenstein, right? Digging up bodies and doing crimes. Right. But Danny the, DeVito the, is presented as no being monster. very unscrupulous. Yeah. <laughs> like. So their methods are really terrible, but the end result, the movie doesn't say like, and this is bad. Um, no. Which no. is why it can't end with a fucking abortion. Yeah, that's crazy <laughs> that they ever thought that was the ending. Right. Like, it's to so me, obviously not the ending. Right. Like, that he's got to give birth. Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. That's what everybody's waiting <laughs> that's for. That's the point. Like, that's the obvious climax. Yeah, that's what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. So, I don't know if this was made in that in good faith or not. But, yeah, looking back at it now, it's just like, what a surprisingly I, I re- yeah. nuanced film. I remember seeing it at the time. I saw this in the theater when it came out. I think uh, I did, too. Yeah. And I, it just kind of passed through me. It was just like, oh, that didn't like. I, I just remember thinking it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the only really memory I had of it was that it was, oh, it was, it, it was weird. It wasn't really that funny. No, it's not that funny, and it's not that funny, but it's very sweet. Yeah, it <laughs> in is. a lot of spaces. Uh, 
Do you know it's what I'm like, about? It's like gently funny in some spaces. Like Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, our, those weird well, we're, yeah, we're, we're about to get to the next section, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they leaning on the fact that it's Arnold. They're um, leaning they on the that performances would carry a lot, yeah. A lot, yeah. So let's talk about Arnold in our, our first segment. Technically not Arnold. Um, I want to start with what his his character's job is. He's a scientist, a fertility scientist, um, which is just right away an ask, an ask for the audience, I would argue. He, he's canonically Austrian in this movie. Right. They, Which I appreciate. They, I think they've done that in all three of the Ivan Reitman comedies, right? Because in Twins, yeah. they he's like the product of a Nazi doctor or some shit. Yes. Um, and in Kindergarten Cop, that. they they have him like speak German and like he mutters German to himself, and they have Pamela Reed pretend to be his German sister. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 not necessary, but it is always funny to me. We've mentioned this before, but in movies like Jingle All the Way, when he's just like some dude named Harry who sells mattresses. Yeah. No, he's not. No, <laughs> no, no way he is. Like, there's a part where he has to give techno babble, and I was like, I don't believe you, Arnold. Um, yeah. But I know what they're going for, and ultimately, I think it works, which is that he's serious. He's very right? serious. It works well he's as a straight a, man. It works well as a scientist. Actually, it really does. Like that's what I. Yeah. His like sort of stone cold badass that doesn't really speak much, man, a few words. Uh, that like action hero demeanor it transfers really easy to like a scientist with a stick up his ass that nobody likes. Right. What I think I needed though was like, I needed backstory or something because they do, they, do they throw few, us right in. A, we don't know anything about any of these characters. Right. And there's a few things we have to accept. One that he's a, he's a scientist who also like they show him working out first thing in the morning. He's a man of routine, which is important. He's rigid. That, and that, that which, which totally works. And those two things didn't feel contradictory to me. Like the fact that he's a scientist, he's a, uh, uptight scientist who also just obsessively works out. I was like, no, that makes sense. Like he's a rigid dude that has a schedule that he doesn't deviate from. Right. Um, yeah. And so that, I think that works. He's obsessive. He's obsessive. Yes. The, the turn that I'm like, the, the, the turn that's like the really, like, I think this is the hardest thing to write into the movie. In my opinion, is that, they really want to make him a guy who doesn't want babies. He has multiple baby nightmares. Um, multiple. Uh, despite that, he works in fertility. So uh, that's one where I'm like, I feel like I need more of a backstory to understand where he's coming from, like his his views on babies. They, they inject a few nightmares to show like he doesn't like babies or want to have babies, but he works in fertility. But like the idea is he's the scientist, right? So you could, you could, you could have worked something in where he's like, I don't like babies. I just, I'm fascinated by the, you know, yeah. the, the, the fucking organs and shit. I'm just a weirdo, but they have to take that. And then they have to make him want a baby on his own. At, uh, at the halfway point to decide I'm going to keep this baby. And that is, that's juggling a lot of information. It's making us have to believe he's a scientist and he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, that he's a fertility scientist and that he's a fertility scientist who hates babies, who then wants a baby. Yeah. I think honestly, the hardest thing there is the fertility. Like, why is he a fertility scientist? Yeah. The rest of it just kind of, I don't, for me, doesn't need that much, much explanation. It's, I think the, the dreams are less about hating babies. But the first dream he has is he finds a ba- he's in a library and he hears a baby crying and there's just a lone baby on the desk. And he's like, is this somebody's baby? There must be a mother. There must be a mother. But he's just, he's like afraid. Like he it's doesn't, an anxiety dream. Yeah. Right. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't have my homework or something. It's, it's, it's I think that's more just like fun and games foreshadowing. Um, right. I've actually had similar dreams. Like that's a common anxiety dream is you find a baby, find a baby. And I don't know what to do. Um, with it. And of course he'd be thinking about babies, but why is he a fertility doctor in the first place? Especially since he's right. a German. That's not a good connection. That's why I'm like, I, I wanted to know. Yeah. I wanted to know what got him into this to get a little more of that backstory. Um, but um, to have him, I don't think you need, Actually, actually I, I honestly think the less we know about him is better for the for the act two thing to happen for his character arc to accept the baby, because yeah. as much of a not a blank slate, but as um, I think we needed a line. 
maybe something yeah because to, to me it just naturally made sense but that's largely because it's hard for me to tell at this point whether i'm viewing the character as hess or whether i'm just looking at arnold as arnold because i can right. picture arnold wanting a child because he's he has he's arnold he has several children this, uh, there's a moment all right yeah. so this moment to me seems like when they're pasting the two concepts together he gets the morning sickness he um he starts he starts um acting you know he starts feeling the pregnancy and then they cut to him reading maternity magazines and i think it was as simple as an i don't know maybe i missed it of like danny devito saying like hey man you got to get you got to get familiar with this stuff you're going to go through it or have him in like danny devito's office and he just needs something to read and picks it up because that's the moment his decision to start researching maternity magazines like what to expect when you're expecting to me implies that's like why would he do that? If it's just a scientific thing, he's not going to read a maternity magazine um, unless he's reading specifically about like what's going to happen in the first term to his body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so they show him doing that and there's, it's not a plot hole. There's a, you know, I'm just thinking of like, how did he get from those two points? And well, that, I think and it's that's, just as, as the, as his emotions start to develop and as he starts to develop the bond with the kid, that's what makes him make the decision. And I guess, that I don't know how much I don't know how much of of the movie's work I'm doing for it there to be perfectly honest. Uh Well, he yeah, he doesn't have too much of a bond up until the point where he decides it didn't feel like it, but it's not a huge problem because again, there's a million reasons and I think and a lot of that a lot of that's internal to making it work. That's yeah. true, yeah. That's true. But um, but yeah, I I I may be doing a lot of the movie's work for it. Um, I don't know, but I think it's his performance that pushes it over the line. Like you said, it's, it's because the way he, his behavior changes that you don't question it as much because he's a completely different person almost by that point. And what they really do with his performance, what he does, and it makes for an interesting, and I say a pretty good performance, earnest. He's earnest. He's completely earnest. Meaning that they're selling the comedy on the idea that Arnold is earnest, which isn't the first time they do this. No, it's twins. They do the same thing it's in twins. twins. They do it in Kindergarten Cop to some extent, too. Yeah. Honestly, like, even True Lies, yeah, but they were all bad. Like, he, <laughs> he, whenever, or like, I don't like you, you've caused me nothing but pain, to, in Last Action Hero, they know it's funny, and they, all he has to do is be very earnest and serious. So for this, like, he was daddy's little girl and now he's just giving her away. They just have him play it off as he's sad. Right. He's sad he's just about the genuinely weeping over this Kodak commercial. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, I don't know. It seems like he, he makes this transition fast. Like, I'm still like, because they, they, they show this idea that he's a, Again, he's a very serious man who seems to be obsessed with his work. He's not attached to Danny DeVito, right? He just gets on that plane. He's like, I'm going home. Yeah. He's not he's good just at his, telling He's just his work partner. That's it. So the part where he's just like, I'm pregnant and alone. I feel so isolated. That also to me, like, uh, that pinged me because I was like, you're not a social guy, are you? You didn't seem like you were very social. Like, I think that 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 part, they wanted to do a very common pregnancy trope right right which is like they're staying home they don't get to go out and do stuff but it didn't feel in line with his character as much right not not everybody's pregnancy is like that right but they wanted to hit all the tropes i guess yeah i think they just wanted to hit the major tropes yeah so he performs that stuff well i just that was the biggest part where i was like i don't know if his character would do that obviously it's not arnold's decision there yeah um I guess I guess they're doing some work where it's like as he gets more attached to the baby, he's also getting more attached to Danny DeVito and mm-hmm. other people. So Yeah, he's, he starts he work. starts forming bonds with everybody. Like yeah. he starts forming a bond with Danny DeVito, he starts forming a bond with Pamela Reed, and he starts bonding with Emma Thompson. Right. Or all all they, in act two. It's interesting because I don't think he was isolated. People were coming to visit him and stuff. I wonder if it was it's more like cabin fever would have made it work better. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's nitpicking. Yeah, they 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 do they do paint the pregnancy with with a broad brush uh, yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, they're trying to hit the tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
the part that I, I think of as like, probably in this sec- segment, the part that like really stands out to me is, do you think young Arnold, when he was making uh, Hercules in New York, when he was making the Terminator, do you think it, like when he started, like he, I bet he started taking acting classes and stuff, right? Presumably. Do, do you think anybody would have told him then, then would he have believed Listen, you're going to have to perform the miracle of childbirth in earnest <laughs> in a film cuz that's the part that really shines for me is that they have the C-section film or film sequence and they have to show his face and they, they he has to treat it like I'm giving birth. And I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger ever thought he would need to have like those tools as an actor. <laughs> and for that reason, he does well. <laughs> That's all to say that him, when this birthing scene, he looks genuinely like scared about the baby and nervous. And it just looks like a birthing scene. Exactly. With Arnold on in, on the bed. Yeah. It's, it it's is, yeah. Kind of incredible. It is, you're right. It is kind of, I didn't even think about it. Right. Because again, he knows how to kill a man. He knows how to, how to shoot a gun. <laughs> this is not something he probably ever thought he'd have to know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining him like watching pregnancy videos and, and birth videos. You're really and, studying like, the tape. Notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Honing his craft. Maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe he did. <laughs> you, by the way, what do you think about? I, I mentioned it a little bit because he says like something about wanting to see a psychic later. Um, is there like that weird fate thing where she's like, I feel like I know you? Like, why do you think they did that? I think it's because he is pregnant with her egg, with her baby. I think that's why they have that in there. I don't believe that, but okay. <laughs> they they can believe that. I no, get, it's, I get it's, what they're it's, going it's, for. It's garbage, but it's movie garbage. It's pretty yeah, pretty exactly. standard movie garbage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Should we talk about Definitely Not Arnold? Yeah, let's do it. All right. These are our best side characters, starting, of course, with Danny DeVito, who should be in handcuffs oh, uh, yeah. by the end of this. He he's also not someone he, he I don't think of him as a fertility doctor and he plays it like a scumbag. Yeah. Like he plays it. Like, he plays it basically like his character in twins. Yeah. He's like, I got 300 grand in this drug and he's all like, yes, it's going to make money. And I'm like, is this what a fertility doctor thinks about? He's like, he's like a, like a sleazeball <laughs> fertility doctor <laughs> who steals a random egg. Like he's Dennis Nedry. Um, fucking steals Emma Thompson's egg and like is a con man. Like, I guess he, they must have them. They must have scumbag fertility doctors. I'm right, sure. The, I'm sure. The dynamic they do a very good job in the the first when they're when they're talking to the um uh the drug people drug lords um and he and they like deny it. He like is the one who sells it. You know, Schwarzenegger's the serious guy, and so they show like. Oh, he's the guy who's good at selling this, the work. Yeah. Um, that's his asset. But like at no point, like, do I believe that he would know anything about fertility science more so than Schwarzenegger. He's just, <laughs> he's just unhinged. Um, I, there, there's, there's like one scene where he seems reasonable where uh, Pamela Reed comes to him and is like, I want you to be my doctor. And he's like, that's yeah. really not a great idea. Oh yeah. <laughs> I should probably looks, get he, you somebody else in the practice to do that. <laughs> he looks like a doctor. Yeah. He he, does, I mean, yeah. Later he like goes off on her when she's worried her baby is sick. And I was like, that's, that's why you shouldn't be her doctor. Yeah. Cause he's just like, yeah. It's got too and many then, personal uh, emotions tied up into it. Right. At one point he leaves his patients, his waiting patients in the waiting room with a giant Austrian man who he tells them thinks he's pregnant. And that was one of those moments where like, I don't know if I was in that fertility clinic waiting room, I'd be like, I maybe I'll get another doctor. It's time to find a new doctor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I don't know who this man is, but he yeah. can kill me if he wants to. Right. There's just this gigantic man, and and my doctor just told me that he is delusional. <laughs> yeah. But Danny DeVito, I mean, no one said he's a good actor. He's playing a real Danny DeVito type. They just take Danny DeVito and they paste him into these jobs. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> he's just Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. But now he's just stealing <laughs> Emma Thompson's eggs. <laughs> 
stealing Emma Thompson's eggs, trying yeah. to trying to push this drug, trying to pull one over on Frank Langella. Yeah. Trying to get back together with his wife. Also yep. throwing darts at a poster at Aerosmith. Yes. <laughs> There's so many multitudes to Danny DeVito in this film. Yeah. There's some more maniacs. Um, oh, yeah. Again, Frank Langella, who's just Dracula the whole time. He's just lurking. <laughs> they even named him Baines. Yeah. Noah Baines. He has a bow tie. Yep. He uh, wears a bow tie the whole time. He's as tall as Arnold, which is unnerving. Yes. Frank Langella is a tall man. Um, but he's just, he's on the board and he's ostensibly like their colleague and friend. But at the beginning of the movie, he votes as the head of the board. He votes with the rest of them to, to defund their project. And yeah. he's just sort of the bad guy from then on out. Like he is invested in their failure for reasons that are never made clear. Uh, just he's, because he's sinister. Yeah. He's the weakest link in terms of character where he's, yeah. I am generic sinister bad guy who ends up thwarting himself in a very, Comedy a very bad guy way a very mild way that's not even really that embarrassing it's embarrassing right, but, it's, but like yeah it feels like a classic bad guy thing like i feel like this has happened a few times right where the villains are or the good guys are up to something and the bad guy goes i'll expose you and then looks like a fool right trying like to expose ah, them. We'll, we'll unmask him to reveal the, my rival all along yeah. and he pulls the, the mask off and it's a golden retriever exactly like it's the angry dean yeah. um and this he's like he tells the press and for some reason tells the press he really calls his shot and they they all gather together really put the cart before the horse on this right <laughs> yeah they really did and then they do a switcheroo with pamela reed and then shout out to the press guy who just goes it's just a woman i love that guy he was going to be a separate character on my list but yes, I'm <laughs> he's on my list too <laughs> it's just a woman he's so sad <laughs> That felt like a guy who wants to have a baby. Like that was what it felt like as a guy who heard this news and was personally invested in it. Hell yeah. And that he was so excited. It was a seahorse actually. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so pissed that they have a pregnant woman. Yeah, he just wanted out. to see yeah, he just wanted to see pregnant Arnold, I guess. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? He had um, he had the tone of voice of a kid who you told you were he was going to see an elephant and now he's yes. not going to see it. He's so excited. Yeah. Show him like um, a toy elephant instead. <laughs> On that subject, Pamela Reed, I just want to point out that she just breaks into houses, specifically yeah. Danny DeVito's house. She just she's walks low key in. a nightmare. Yeah, she's great. Uh, yeah. she, she's also just a Pamela Reed character. She's the same yes. character she was in Kindergarten Cop. 100%. Um, <laughs> same, she's great in this. Yeah, yeah. same exact character. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, I just wanted to, uh, just while we're still on Pamela Reed, like their marriage, like her and Danny DeVito's marriage, because they're currently divorced, but they're they're still obviously friendly with each other. And then, of course, they end up getting back together. So it's like, it doesn't even really seem like they like they broke up. It seems like they saw that movie Hall Pass and were like, let's give that a shot. There doesn't really seem to be much friction in their relationship, except for the fact that she got pregnant by somebody else. That's it. it it feels like because he says like this was her room. So it's like they, they clearly went in through stages where it's like they love each other, but they're not in the same room. And he even then, says that like he's like, yeah, it's my ex-wife's room. It's got good taste. Yeah. And uh, Arnold's like, you, you had separate rooms. And he says there are many stops on the road to divorce. <laughs> right. And it feels like they felt like they've been like their attitude when they they almost feel like they've been divorced for a while and are used to their friendship. It almost feels like they have a kid together. Right, where they're like, yeah. we have to really encourage. They're really, but they don't they're have really, a kid. they're really comfortable with each other, but not yeah. to get. I don't know. It's they're, I don't know. They're two maniacs that clearly belong together. So they, yeah, it works. They end up together by the end. <laughs> um, huge shout out to my favorite maniac, the man who is at the most rock bottom in this film, which is Inside Man Janitor, the guy who Frank Langella hired to spy on the fertility clinic oh right calls him and goes yeah they're here right now um that man is fascinating to me because <laughs> that is a janitor that has been bribed by a fertility doctor to spy on another fertility by doctor. a one of the major figures at that university yeah that's just like, like frank langella is like the head of this board and shit like he's a big wheel there yeah he's like yeah i see him now you want me to kill some babies for you like he he just feels like right, he pulls a plastic bag oh you want me to smother yeah. somebody mr baines yeah S excuse he's, me excuse me like, excuse me dr baines he's a henchman 
There's a henchman. Yeah, he's just a henchman. He's like fucking Jasper from 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. What the fuck is, what is that? This movie doesn't, isn't supposed to have henchmen. Yeah. He's just a goon. Yeah. He's just a goon. Like if you spit goon into chat GPT, it would spit you out a picture of this dude. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's so, yeah, he does not belong in the The movie. The sorting hat would have thrown him in goon house. (laughs) Population, just him. This fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> fucking goon. We got an um, we got a, we got an umbrella holder full of crowbars by the door <laughs> for all your gooning needs. Flying at a crowbar. Oh, I want that. <laughs> I want that wizard house. <laughs> goon wizard house. Every one of them just dressed in a wa- in like a tweed watch cap. Yeah. Oh God, I can picture it now. Yeah. Yeah, that is this man. Just mid-century British thugs. (laughs) Henchmen. Hmm. (laughs) So he has a bona fide henchman working at this hospital. He does. And it's it's wild. It's low-key the wildest. (laughs) I love it when a henchman shows up. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) It must be a great job. It must pay well. Um, Low-key slide a a henchman in your dramatic film and it'll let a guaranteed way to make your 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 review my review of your film increased by one half star at least 100 percent. yeah didn't care for the film but i liked that the guy had a henchman yeah that really spoke to me like like billy zane bringing david warner on titanic right david warner henchman that that first of all that should be reversed yeah um that that's the 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 power dynamic is in the wrong order (laughs) absolutely (laughs) um speaking of british people uh emma thompson mr bean also, little Hugh Grant, a little befuddled. Very Hugh Grant, yeah. She is, as we talked about, she is a problem. Like, she's like a toddler. Like, she she kills people, it feels like, in this. Yeah, like she's she, like the drunk Tasmanian clothes, devil. Right, she clotheslines a rollerblader. He he takes her to eat lobster, and it's like, you know that's going to be some Frank Drebin shit, right? And it is. Oh, yeah, she's going to fucking kill the Queen of England or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, And, like... She she casually admits she was in love with her portly cousin, which is like, huh, all right. Um, but of course, the big thing is she really rolls with the punches with the man who is pregnated with her stolen egg. Mm-hmm. Um, he never did. You notice Arnold? I don't think ever says I didn't know he stole it. I don't remember like if he, he does or not. I, for, I was I was let's, listening. Let's for let's it. hope let's hope he made that clear at some point. <laughs> at some point, because that's the thing is like she accepts it. I know they do the thing where they do the romantic comedy beat where there's a montage where she's alone and she's not answering his calls and he's saying I'm sorry, right? Yeah. Um, but he's he impregnated himself with her stolen egg. And I feel like that's just not going to cut it, that sequence. You know what it's, I mean? It's, it's, it's a boundary that you've violated, for sure. Yeah, like, despite her her wanting... Like, I get wanting to be involved with the baby once someone is, you know... Yeah. Like, if someone stole my sperm and was like, I'm having your baby, I'd be like, cool, I'd love to meet the baby. Nothing more than that. Yeah, like, you, you got it, though. You got it. It's your baby. Yeah. And um, you should thank me every day that you don't go to jail. Um, yeah. And so like the fact that she somehow this develops into a relationship based off, you know, it's going to be like, mom, how did you meet dad? And she's like, well, funny story. He stole my eggs in my lab and impregnated himself. Like that's just, I just don't see, I, I, I can't make that work in my brain. They, they probably are going to use puppets when they tell the kids. So yeah. it'll make it go down a little easier. She doesn't just accept muscular puppets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, lots of fucking fabrics yeah, turgid fabric right it's not just that she says i forgive you it's i forgive you and let's have sex <laughs> while you're pregnant that's and then i'm gonna right kiss, she just shows kiss a- your tummy after <laughs> that's right and it was like this she, is weird. she shows up at the women's clinic and it's just like well we gotta fuck yeah, she's um, like, well, if I'm you're not gonna, my you're, baby, you're not gonna have a baby of mine without us having sex, so we're gonna go upstairs and fuck right now. And Arnold is like nine months pregnant at this point. Yes. There's so many reasons why I feel like this wouldn't happen. <laughs> and then again, she kisses his tummy, to which I feel like, is this like secretly something she wanted? 
Like, is there some, like, does she, is this just a thing? She like secretly is like, I want to get that man pregnant. I wish there was um, a way to get that man pregnant. <laughs> the, the, the pregnant Sonic. That's all I can think of. Exactly. But, um, it's very pregnant but Sonic. To, to be clear, I was pointing out the fact that he's nine months pregnant, not like, oh, why would she want to have sleep with him? It's, it, you know, I don't think you're supposed to have sex when you're that pregnant. Yeah. Right? But either way, it's still very, it, it, it's like, yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to. Yeah, I, it's not about looks, but again, the whole thing, it's very pregnant. Sonic, because I know who Emma Thompson is. I know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. I know what they normally do and what they normally play. And I'm watching her kiss his pregnant stomach after they've slept together in like a cottage room. <laughs> and I'm like, how did we get here? <laughs> this is such a strange combination of images. And then on top of the fact that she simply, why would she forgive this guy for this? There's no way. It is such a violation. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a huge violation, but they're all whacked out scientists. She had, she had filled an incubator with her own eggs. <laughs> That's true. She is a For the a purposes of her too. studies. Yeah. I think this is why my, my biggest note for this movie is, frankly, I wish they told her earlier. So it made that her she part have, of it from the beginning, yeah. She she should have been part of it earlier. I agree with that. In my head, that's how the movie went. I always thought that. Me too. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I t- tend to remember it is her getting involved a lot earlier than she does, and like helping to cover it up and yeah, wacky shenanigans. Yeah, that's and what I mean. then yeah, and then as she gets the idea, she has a scientific investment, and then she slowly falls in love with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That just goes down so much easier <laughs> than the order of operations they did. So, like, you know, Ivan Reitman, if you're listening, um, that's my note for this movie. My big note. Uh, yeah, I gotta gotta suspect he's probably not listening, but mm, probably. but maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Listen, you don't know. It's true. I don't. I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't claim to know the answers. You're right. Do you have any other uh, thoughts on Emma Thompson? Thoughts on low key maniacs of this? movie um no i think that's i think it's everybody i didn't have any additional maniacs let's get into the most arnold moment Uh, i have two okay let's hear it you start us off i mean i've been saying it and saying it the fronks and the blankets oh yeah when he just it's it's i'll have to i guess i have to explain it it's it's when they get they get to a a a a dinner party Uh, it's where he dances with emma thompson and she flings her toilet paper bedazzled chew onto somebody else's table to me- too much gasps. It's just a real Frank Drebin moment, like you yeah. said. Um, but he gets very, very, ex- like, uh, overly excited that they have pigs and blankets as hors d'oeuvres. And he just keeps calling them Franks and Blankets because of his accent. It's so good. Um, and it's one of the only things that stuck in my mind in this oh, movie yeah. when I saw it for the first time in 1994. It's just, he's so... It's, it's a perfect collision of all those things. It's Arnold saying something that is inherently silly... But he's doing it completely earnestly with everything he's got. Yes, um, and he's he also he's eating them as he's piling them on his plate and being excited about. It's just funny. It is funny. <laughs> it's not a super Arnold moment. The the I guess the most Arnold thing he does is shoves Frank Langella down. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about the light assault where he like kill at the beginning when he locks the lab i was like is he gonna murder everybody but like he's he's like l- yeah a little scary because he's so serious yeah he fucking frank langella just fucking eats it yeah it's like the one it's the time in the movie when they remind you this is still arnold yeah like, and what's he's, funny he's, is he's heavily pregnant but his bicep has remained the same size he runs out of the building and then frank langella runs out and i was like oh man he got right up <laughs> <laughs> not even a scratch on him he's pissed that's why i sprang yeah, back up that's why i love he was ready to throw Dare down push down skeletor yeah um the one i remembered the most was of course she was daddy's little girl and now he's giving her away is like, the gr- only thing i remembered one. but one. big shout out to my nipples are very sensitive the line he says um which is a it just felt like a it's like it, it's like a one-liner, an Arnold one-liner. Oh. Only it's my nipples are very sensitive. And then I like the follow-up, which is that everybody overhears and like 
starts just like suggesting things like oh do you surf oh maybe it's your fabric (laughs) i love that nobody is like weirded out by it it just spins off into a casual conversation about arnold's nipples and the point is like he's uncomfortable talking about his own body and now everybody's talking about it but just that arnold saying my nipples are very sensitive i've got one to add to the pile to that this might mm, it's tough it's tough to pick an arnold moment because i think Technically, for an Arnold moment, it's pushing Frank Langella down. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, Wah! you know, that's that's the him driving a truck through a laundromat with a smile on his face. Yeah. I'm going with the it's not but a tumor version of Arnold. That's you know? true. That's true. Okay. So it's not a tumor version of Arnold. It's either Franks and the Blankets for me or it's another Arnold one-liner when they're driving in the back of the car from the women's clinic to to deliver the baby. And Arnold's in labor, and Emma Thompson's mm-hmm. trying to help him breathe. And the exercise, she's like, breathe, breathe. And he says, stop blowing at me. Yes. That's a great one. That is a really good one because it's trying to mimic, like, you know, what a, a pregnant lady would, like, say to her husband yeah. in the 90s. Of, like, they always had that scene, right, where the husband's trying to help her. And she's like, stop trying to calm me down. Right. But then making it Arnold saying it in that cr- incredulous Arnold voice. Yeah, but he can't scream at her because it's, you know, it, it won't right. come off as funny. Uh, so he has to be firm, but like in like a yeah. mid-level voice. So it just, <laughs> it just makes it funnier. Yeah. <laughs> so Stop <good>. blowing at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he says it with the exasperation of this is the last thing I need right now. <laughs> right. That reminds me again, kindergarten cop. Stop it. Like, yeah. You're eating all these other kids' lunches. Stop it. Uh Arnold exasperated Arnold is yeah. one of the best Arnold. Oh man, it's like Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see, yeah, basically Arnold get thwarted by Mickey Mouse. I want it's that. Just, it just gets so hot <laughs> yeah. each time. <laughs> That'd be so good. Muttering to himself wearing a sailor suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need that. We need oh, that for him. Um, muttering to himself under his breath <laughs> in german yeah <laughs> uh so what are we rating this um so between zero and one emma thompson egg sorry stolen emma thompson dude thompson i egg. feel like we have to give this thing the whole damn dennis nedry embryo case of stolen yeah. emma thompson eggs all right the whole, yeah, the whole barbasol case. can everybody's eggs <laughs> mail your eggs to this movie emma thompson stegosaurus all the Mm -hmm. embryos are in there (laughs) yeah definitely t-rex t-rex gallimimus Uh, nedry's got them all what a film i'm not uh, listen i'm garrett i'm guessing most people haven't watched it in a while so go watch it and see for yourself what you think of it we're but two people i i'm just curious to know what modern eyes looking back at this for sure yeah 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 it's a very fascinating film. Yeah, it's it's out of its mind. It's very very odd. Uh, it, it, it but rewatching it, I was honestly pleasantly surprised by a lot of it. I think it's kind of a sweet movie. But maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit. Please let me know if I am totally fucking wrong. Yeah, I don't with know. I read so this film. I think you're right, but yeah. Uh, and you see his sperm. It, again, you not do. his sperm and his piss. I I like to think it's like a PA's sperm. Like they didn't like get fake sperm no they like handed the cup to a pa and they're no, like, they this made is what they made need. somebody come arnold 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 needed that to immerse himself in the in the in the reality in the truth of the scene right and i like to think somewhere there's a xpa who watches the movie and turns to their friend goes that's my come you know that's my come in this movie that's what i want yeah me too that could yeah. have been our come dave it could have been our come if we had born in a different time if it had born 10 years earlier we could have been pas on junior Yep, could have come in a cup. Could have fucking come into a beaker. For Arnold Schwarzenegger to hold. Anyway, we should probably wrap this Listen, up. Listen, thank you, Norm from Cheers. Did I say Norm from Cheers at the beginning of this? I don't even remember. Who knows? It was so um, long ago. Norm from Cheers, our Patreon producer who made this happen. Thank you so much for this. Um, if I didn't mention you at the beginning, I'm mentioning you now. Thank you, Norm from Cheers, who this is brought to you by... 
Um, this was through our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed. You can get custom podcasts over there. You can get, for just $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts. Tom and Jeff watch Batman, Fox Miller's a Maniac, Star Trek, The Next Futurama, Spielboys. Check it out. There's a bunch of stuff. Uh, we have a Discord community. We watch movies every Friday night. Lots of activity. Go do it. Yeah. We also have a store. Head over to GameFanEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So check that out. Um, Slap your little... Oh, man. (laughs) Slap your jizz on it? There it is. Slap Um, your jizz and eggs on it? Slap your (laughs) jizz... Your jizz and eggs. Your jizzy little eggs. Your your jizzy little peepers onto that. Yeah, both things I both things my mind originally went to. I was like, I can't say that. Yep. But apparently yet, I could because the first one was jizz. Slap yep, your jizzy little. Rules. I was gonna say slap your jizzy little peepers, and I was like, I can't say that. And then Dave, you <laughs> immediately said slap your jizz, and I was like, well, I guess I can say that. Yeah. There's no rules here. There's, <laughs> there's no rules here. We're in charge. Oh, dude, we forgot somebody. Who do we forget? We forgot somebody in the movie. This is going to be a real, a real bonus, a real bone con. Yeah, most people have shut it off. Most at this people point. have turned it off at this point. But you guys, y'all are who are still listening, you're going to get a special, extra little spicy little tidbit for Junior. Fucking Christopher Maloney with a full head of hair <laughs> was one of the was Wait. one of Danny DeVito's patients. Did you notice? No. It's the it's the <laughs> main featured married couple that are Danny DeVito's patients. There's one guy that has is kind of balding and has longish dark hair and his wife. That's Christopher Maloney. He's really? in like he's in several scenes as one of DeVito's patients. Yeah. That is so fucking weird. Just with like a wavy head of hair. I'm trying to find a picture of him in it. Um because <laughs> I did not I absolutely did not uh Yeah, he shows up like a out. curse. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's in it. Oh my God. Yeah, he yeah. was in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's so fucking weird. Why is he in this? Because <laughs> he's the an actor he looking doing? for work. Yeah. Ivan Reitman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito script came across his desk. And he was like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do a scene. God, yeah. He's he in a really few was. scenes. He really he's was in like in two this. or three. That's terrifying. <laughs> It's not that long before Law and Order. Anyway, yeah. Um, there's that little extra tidbit for you guys. Yep. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And bye. Bye. Australia. 